Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. I am here today to talk about goals. Honestly, I'm not a statistics kind of person, but today we're going to start off with some statistics regarding goals that totally shocked me, even though I've known this statistic for a very long time, but it's just different when you actually sit and reflect on it. Less than 3% of Americans write down their goals. You might be listening to me from somewhere else on this beautiful planet. I know that I have people all over the world. I saw that I have people in France, in the UK, in Portugal. But I would bet that the statistics are not that much different. 3% of Americans write down their goals. Most Americans don't even set goals for themselves. That is also a statistic. They just kind of let themselves be led by life. What happens when you allow yourself to be simply led by life? That means that your goals are probably not going to happen. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to manifest anything, but if you don't have a target, how are you supposed to hit it? One of my favorite quotes when I first started with my online business is from Zig Ziglar, and he said, You cannot be a wandering generality. You must become a meaningful specific. I just got it. If we are going through life like a wandering generality, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to happen. Anything can happen. But certainly your goal is not going to happen. I have a student who launched a beautiful podcast. Her name is Jen. I can link her podcast below. And she had this experience herself. She said, okay, I'm going to launch a podcast on 1010. Guess what happened? 1010 came and went. And that's when she realized like, oops, I didn't achieve my desired result, which is launching the podcast because she hadn't done all the things that you need to do in order to launch a podcast. I hired a team to launch my podcast, so I can't even tell you all the steps, but I can tell you that I had been wanting to launch a podcast for a really long time, and all the technicalities of it and all the steps just kept me from doing it. So I'm not lazy. I've achieved many other things, but I just didn't want to put that on my plate. And so I decided to outsource, but that is totally different conversation. Although it is related to goal setting, because sometimes you do need to outsource when you've got a lot of different spinning plates. My point is just saying that you want to become an author, for example, is not enough. Or just saying that you want to lose 30 pounds in 2023, and then you don't have an actual plan, that's not enough. But if we go back to the statistic, less than 3% of Americans write down their goals. Here's another statistic. Less than 1%, 1%, less than 1% 
work on their goals every day by reviewing them and if necessary, rewriting them. And of course, sometimes you change and so your goals change. And so what happens is that most people are not achieving their goals. A lot of people, the majority of the population, they're just dreamers. I don't want you to fall into this category. You know, the truth is that I had never really thought about this because, as I've said, in my nature, I am someone that is very goal-oriented, very achievement-oriented, whether it's naturally or by conditioning, it really doesn't matter. Even though in the past few years, I've started to bring in more of a balance with my masculine and feminine energies, I'm still very much a goal-oriented person. I still know that I have to have written goals, that I have to have some sort of plan if I'm going to see those goals come into fruition. I have a question for you. What is it that your soul desires? What do you want for yourself? What do you want not only for your life? Well, yes. What do you want for your life? But that might be a gigantic question that you might have to think about for the rest of your life. But what do you want for yourself in 2023? We are coming into the last month of the year. And do you want your 2023 to be like this year? Did you achieve what you set out to achieve? Or did you set out to achieve anything in particular? And then you're wondering, hmm, why am I not satisfied? On my social media, I asked a question to my audience, to people who follow me. I asked, what is your goal setting process? And someone responded that they don't do New Year's resolutions. The truth is I hadn't thought about New Year's resolutions at all. To me, New Year's resolutions are things that you just sort of think of on the spot and you're like, okay, I want to lose X amount of weight or I want to make my first $10,000 in my new business or I am going to whatever you fill in the blank and it's like a declaration that you feel in the moment. But most people, I mean, we know the statistics already, most people begin their New Year's resolutions like a racehorse out of the gate and within a week, they're burnt out with the activity, whatever it is, whether it's physical, mental. And then by February 15th, most of the people that have set resolutions abandon them. But hey, at least it's something. Whereas now we know that only 3% of Americans are writing down their goals and only 1% of Americans are actually reviewing them. So I want to have some fun. And I, my desire for you is... To live the next level greatness of your life. I mean, that's what this podcast is, right? What the heck are we doing if we are not becoming the best version of ourselves? And I'm not trying to be trite and I'm definitely not trying to be snarky. No, my intention, my goal, my soul's desire is for you to feel empowered and for you to maybe, maybe this is where the the tough love approach comes in. You know, I'm not a tough love person that used to be, but if you haven't been goal planning, then perhaps you haven't been goal achieving. 
So I asked this question, what is your goal setting process? And someone said, I don't do New Year's resolutions. Then I pointed out the distinction between resolution, right? Resolving to get something done. And that's not what I was talking about. And setting goals where there's an actual target, a specific goal in different areas of your life. Some of the different areas of life could be business, financial, physical, mental, family, spiritual, lifestyle, relationships. And this person said, hmm, I think just to keep moving forward. Now, that's not a criticism. If that's what you want for yourself, I know I have people that are in my community that they live a very simple life. They're happy with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're anything like me and you love to be creative or you desire to be creative and you love the satisfaction of achieving goals, or if there's anything in your life that you want to change so that your life can improve so that you can go to the next level, then absolutely, you're going to need some goals. So I wanted to have some fun and let me share with you. I found some notebooks looking at some of the goals that I set because I've been doing this goal setting process since I told you, since 2007, at least. But anyway, this is a notebook from 2000. 11, I met my husband in 2012. This was at the end of 2011, okay? My top 10 goals, this is so cheap. Number one goal was to meet my life partner. Oh, I had set a deadline to it by March 30th, 2012. For the first time I met him in July of that year, I manifested him for sure. I've talked about that many times, but let me continue. And then we've finally really met at an event at Tony Robbins in December. Okay. I don't believe that you can set date for finding your life partner, but there's more on that later at, or in different episodes. Okay. So my number one goal was to meet my life partner. My number two goal was to make more LA, so Los Angeles and Santa Monica friends. I don't even live there anymore. My third goal was a financial goal to do monthly accounting. My fourth goal was to be at 14 or 15% body fat all year. My fifth goal was to invest 60% post-tax income. My sixth goal was to have a certain amount of money in a legacy fund, which I remember completing. Number seven, to be current on world affairs. And I had to and to read the paper daily. I don't think anyone actually gets a newspaper anymore, like a physical newspaper. But I'm laughing as I read that because first, I did meet my husband, right? I did meet my life partner. My number one goal was accomplished. But I'm laughing because my husband is like, oh, we call him Google. His mom and I call him like Google number one. And his niece, our niece is also super, super smart. She's like Google number two. So even though I do not read the paper, my husband is always informing me of world affairs and all that good stuff. So I'm up to date, even though I do not discuss politics in public on social media, because that is a nightmare. But I guess I manifested that eventually. All right. The part of becoming current on world affairs. My eighth goal was to have blog come up on top of search engines. I did not achieve that. I feel like that's the only goal that I didn't achieve. 
Number nine, to make $1 million in 2012. I can't remember if it happened that year or the next year, to be honest, but I think it happened the next year, I think. And then finally, I wrote down to find a very successful mentor. And I did. I actually did. Okay. A year later, I wrote down all the wonderful things that happened in my life. So this is 12 months later. And I was so committed to my goals. I was so, I wrote them down. I created a vision board. I did all the things. I did find a mentor and I hired a mentor. And I always invest in myself. These are some of the things that happened in my life and that I was celebrating. Number one, I met Sagi and fell in love. Oh, oh my God, it's amazing, right? Number two, I got over my body image issues. I have so much to say on that. I really did. I was so obsessed and always worried and troubled. Am I thin enough? Am I fit enough? Am I this enough? Am I that enough? That was manifestation. The way that that happened, where I realized that I was enough and then it didn't matter how I looked and how much I weighed was magical. I lost 15 pounds. That was also manifesting. I had a plan of how it was going to happen. And every year I would write, my goal is to be 125 pounds effortlessly. Well, let me tell you, it was always an effort. I was a forever on a diet. Until I met my husband, and again, this is a manifestation story. Now I'm 125 pounds on any given day. I don't have body image issues. It was a goal and a target that I had, but the way that I achieved that was not how I could have imagined. It involved following nutrition that is right for me and a customized plan, but it also involved becoming healthy. And all of that, I think I met my husband. And all these amazing things happened in a cluster. Another thing that happened that I was celebrating, I visited Israel with Sagi and I met his family. I wrote down, I became a kinder, more compassionate leader, which was not one of my goals, but I became that. I embraced my feminine. That was the year that I really discovered that there are masculine feminine energies. And then I wrote down, I became passionate about my business again. And then finally, I celebrated that I put my family first. So how beautiful is it? Number one, to write down goals and to really think about how you want to live, to be intentional about the life that you want to live. Number two, to have the satisfaction of accomplishing those goals, of achieving what you said that you wanted to achieve. And so if you don't have a plan... If you're not writing down your goals, chances are you're not going to achieve them. If you are writing down your goals and you haven't really thought about and written about why you want what you want, but also how you're going to achieve your dreams, chances are you're not going to achieve them. Most people don't realize their dreams because they don't have a strategy in place for attaining it. They don't know what it takes or what's going to be needed in order to achieve the goal that you want. And the podcast example is perfect. So you say you want to launch a podcast or you want to start a business or you want to be a health coach, but then you don't have a plan. You don't know what it's going to take, what skills are going to be required. 
Is there anything that you are going to have to maybe give up? And it could be like TV time. It could be hanging out with friends. And I say that because I'm like, why did I say that? Oh, because I remember there was a woman that was in my businesses many years ago. She was a single woman. She's like, I don't want to stop hanging out with my friends after work. And it was so much fun. And I was like, right, but how are you going to build your business? And so obviously her business didn't succeed. Sometimes I'm not the person that's going to tell you you have to sacrifice and you have to work so hard. No, not at all. But I will tell you that your priorities need to be in check, that you do need some kind of plan and that you have to know what your priorities are. I want to take an opportunity to tell you that we are beginning my course, Unchained. It's a goal achievement and manifestation program. The link is in the show notes. You could just look below. You can also send me a message on Facebook or Instagram or email. I can send you the link. Like I said, you could just look below in the show notes. But the reason that I'm so flipping excited about this. I mean, I've been losing, I have not been losing sleep. I never lose sleep, but metaphorically I've been losing sleep with excitement because what I'm doing is different. And I realized something earlier this year, I've been setting goals for over 15 years. I've been writing them down. I've always created vision boards, but I always did it in a very masculine kind of way. It was all about doing was all about making things happen. And I thought that if something was going to happen, it was going to be up to me. So I'll give you an example. This is from 2011 or 2012. These are business goals that I set. Learn and become good at new social media platform. I think that's when I started my Instagram account, which by the way, I lost eventually. I have a new account, Barbie.Kalev on Instagram. It's a brand new account. So go follow me there. Under business goals, check out these very masculine goals, action-oriented. It required me doing a whole lot. So learn and be good at new social media platform. Finish blog and block weekly. Recruit X number of members on my team. And then this won't make any sense to you, but Get my first business center to a certain rank. Get second business center to a different rank. Write an ebook. So there's nothing wrong with these goals. There's nothing wrong with goals. But if everything in your life is revolving around you having to be the action taker, and if everything's going to happen because you force it to happen or you make it happen, that's kind of exhausting. What I realized was that in a traditional goal setting, there isn't enough emphasis or there isn't any emphasis on manifestation. I mean, manifesting is really about all the magic and it's not magic because it's your energy, right? And magic is an illusion. So it's definitely not magic. I mean that metaphorically. It's about everything that is happening within yourself, your mindset, your energy, your vibe, whatever you want to call it, getting into alignment with your thoughts, your beliefs, what you feel. And when you are in alignment, the thing that you desire cannot help but come to you. That is manifestation and I don't see it anywhere. I have been doing goals forever and no one has really 
combined it to goal setting and manifestation. Something else that I am including in my course, which was never included in any of the work that I had done myself as a student in the books that I have bought and the courses that I've bought, is pairing up goal setting, goal achievement with looking at our limiting beliefs. Because we might want to become an author. We might want to start a podcast. We might want to start our own business. We might want to fall in love. Whatever that deep desire that you have is, it's wonderful. But many of us, I would say almost all humans, we're facing some kind of beliefs around the thing that we desire most. And we may desire something, but if we don't believe that we are deserving of it or we have certain beliefs based on our programming, whatever our parents said, our family, society, our limiting beliefs might keep us from achieving the thing that we want. And so in my course, we are going to be diving deep. It's going to be so rich. I can't do it justice with the words. It's a brand new course. I have never taught it before, but I am just like bursting. I feel like on my social media posts, I just talk so much because I can't wait for the course to start so that I can deliver the goods. I think the last thing that I want to say before we close out is that what I'm offering in this course and also in my money magnet course, I'm not just a talking head. I'm not just someone that's going to say, listen, you need to learn ABC, how to do this, this, this. No, what I'm offering you in the course is the way that I have them structured right now, because I'm able to, I don't have thousands of people yet in my courses And so I'm able to focus on the students. I'm able to focus, I was going to say one-on-one, but it's not necessarily one-on-one. Whoever wants to speak has an opportunity to speak and you have the opportunity to be mentored and coached by me on the Zoom calls and in the private community. And so whatever the price is right now for my course I 100% believe and know that it's a steal, that you are getting the deal of your lifetime. That's that. Anyway, I'm super, super excited. But even if you decide to not take my course, that's okay. I want you to leave this episode with the intention, not just the intention, with the commitment of writing your goals down. Be the 3% of Americans who write down their goals and then do whatever you need to do to make sure that you work on your goals every day. Be the 1% that works on your goals every day. It is absolutely easier and more doable when you have the support. But whether you do it with me or you do it with someone else or you do it through a book, do it. Because 2023, we have to make it the best year ever. We don't live forever. So I want to make it the best year ever. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you're ready to jump on board, the link is below. I would love to see you in my magnetic portal community. The name has changed. I love it so much. And again, that link is below. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. 
Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.